So we're continuing with Rav, Rav Kook's understanding of the beautiful Birchus HaShachar. So one bracha that we recite is a bracha, a very interesting bracha, a bracha about our posture, which is interesting and important to think about because sometimes you could, you could denigrate the, uh, <laughs> you could denigrate the, the physical experience of a person. We could say our body is just, it's just temporary. It belongs in this world. We're going to go back to the earth where we came from. But in Yadus, we actually don't view a human body in that way. We view the human body as a vessel for the soul, and therefore it has to be treated with respect. And it doesn't even belong to us. We're just the custodians of our body. We have to take care of it. We have to make sure to maintain our health. But not just that, there's a, a concept in Chesidus of mi b'sari Somehow, the way that Hashem made human beings and our physical side, not just our spiritual side, there's something to be learned from that. Now, I assume that most of these things are deeper than I can understand. A lot of these are in Kabbalah. But the idea that a person has arms, so that represents something about the existence of reality, about Hashem, we're just introducing. That the fact that a person has legs, the person has eyes, somehow Hashem's essence his, whatever his rutzon, his will is, is expressed through a physical form. So that's going to mean that when we think about how we are physically, that also has spiritual significance. So the Gemara says in Chagiga that one of the ways that human beings are similar to angels, again, this is probably Alpi Kabbalah, I can't really say I understand it, is that we walk upright Angels, so to speak, walk upright. I don't know what that means, because I've never seen an angel. Exactly, exactly. Unlike animals that walk on all fours, people walk upright. That's what the Gemara says. So what is that telling me? I don't know what it means that an angel walks upright, but the image that it wants us to understand, that in this way that we walk upright, there's probably an English term for that, that that means something. That's something significant. So now we come to this bracha that relates to how we stand, or God forbid, how a person appreciates if they, if they don't stand that way. They don't have that. So we say in the, in the morning, Baruch atah Hashem elokeinu melech ha'olam, zokeif kafufim. Lizkof means to be straight. Kafuf means to be bent over. Right? So the Rebosham straightens us up. So here's the interesting thing to think about. It sounds like there is an aspect of us which is kafuf. There's a, there's a phenomenon that's called the fetal position, right? People, you could, you could be crouched over. I would say that probably many people, when they sleep, they don't sleep, I don't know, military style, but like people sleep and then you wake up you get out of bed, you're not leaning over in your bed anymore, now you're standing up. What is the significance? Rav Cook wants us to appreciate. What are we absorbing when we have, please God, the ability to stand up in our, in our morning routine? So obviously, on the first level, a person who doesn't has, have this gift, you appreciate it a lot more. 
when a person doesn't have it. When I was younger, so my grandfather, my mother's father, my paternal, my maternal grandfather, Mr. Ben Koval, so he had a stroke right before my bar mitzvah. And we became very close. I used to go to visit with them and spend time with him in Florida. And we used to do a lot of exercises together. He was a very tall and big person. And one of the things that I would do that I appreciated was a special schuss, was I would help him get into bed and get out of bed in the morning. Because after his stroke, he was very limited in what he could do. So he wore a long nightshirt, so it wouldn't be such a big tircha to get in pajamas. And he wore these like long chesidish socks. I don't know exactly what was the point of them, but there was something about the socks that was special. And getting out of bed was not a simple thing. It was not a simple thing, because he was a very big person. He had a big frame, and I was a little kid, and I would try to help him get... It was Zokif Kufufun was not a simple thing. But that's on a level of pshat, of someone who literally had difficulty physically getting out of bed. But Rav Kook says there's something deeper. He says, look at this line. He says, Shir Hakoma, the measure of being upright. Hachomris. This is the physical, waking up just physically, getting out of bed, having the ability to stand up. This is true physically, or our spiritual ability to stand up, to have confidence. You see somebody who has low self-esteem, how do they walk? With their head between their shoulders. They walked hunched over. But a person who has confidence, who feels good about themselves, they walk, they stand up straight. Says Rav Kook, both of these ideas, the fact that we're physically able to stand up, that we're spiritually able to stand up, he says, Yesh ba shnei ofanim shal hiskalos. He says, there are two expressions of this idea, which is, kfifa uzkifa. What do I learn from this line? right away something interesting. That Rav Kook is telling us, it's not that we are only meant to be standing up. Vaharaya, most people when they sleep, they sleep curled up or lying down or leaning over. So Rav Kook says, actually, both postures have significance. There's a time for kfifa and there's a time for skifa. What could be the benefit of kfifa, of being, you know, leaning over Crouch down in a ball. What's the benefit of that? Maybe, okay. When your wife comes to give you a zetz. Okay, that's a practical element. Yeah, don't wave letting your... Get ready for it. Energy. Maybe. Rav Cook has another horror. Yeah, go ahead, quickly. Maybe Joel could comment. I think there's a medical reason when you sleep, you're supposed to sleep in a fetal position as a doctor. Yeah. Well, I... Oh, so what's the shot? He, he doesn't deal when I sleep. He does when I'm awake. And, yeah, it's not true. Exactly. So he says like this. He says, Hakfifa, when a person is curled on, under into a ball, he mikuvetzes besocha es hamahusius. You are crushing, not crushing, like uh, diminishing Likavets means to shrivel, literally. So you're shriveling up, you're compressing the essence. Monas es hisgalusa. When you are like this, you are not letting your whole essence be evident. So you are compressed, contracted. Afapishi nimtseis be'ina erka. 
Even though you are the same person, you just aren't taking up a lot of space. You're not communicating with anyone. You're not mishader. You're not creating any identity. Tchunazo hi meutes ha'ora. It limits the person's light. Aval, look at this. Alulahi l'shimur mikolpega sheyuchal lehisdamein betchunas hazkifa. It is important to realize that when a person is in this more compressed position, it makes them protected. Exactly. Less, what's that? Yes. A person is less vulnerable. When a person is like this, if you ever heard there's such a thing as a slot receiver in a football game. There are two kinds of receivers. There's the people who are on the wing and then there are people in the middle. And the people who are in the middle when they're crisscrossing the field, if they have to reach up. I remember even as a child, there was a guy, Tom Waddle on the Bears. I'd never heard of the Bears except through Tom Waddle and this ASIC. In Baltimore, we never, we never came to Chicago. But Tom Waddle was Yodua that he was constantly getting knocked out and they had smelling salts. The only time I heard of smelling salts was Yom Kippur and Tom Waddle. So what happens when a receiver goes across the middle, if he goes up to reach a pass like this, when he's become a skufa, that's right, he's extremely vulnerable. But when a receiver catches a pass like this across the middle, it's much safer because he's protected, because he's in this. So you're going to say, well, is it, is it not good to be in a, in a coma skufa? No, of course, a lot of times you have to reach up. You have to maximize your potential to catch the ball on the top. But just because it's valuable to be bakoma, to be able to stand up, doesn't mean that's always the way mm-hmm. a person should go through life. Sometimes the person needs to go through life bekfifas. If you know you're in a situation where you need some measure of protective stance, like you were saying, Joel, about the, the idea of being a turtle, it's exactly this inion. Sraf so Cook, like so many times, he doesn't view midos qualities or things about us as positive or negative. It's not that being mikuvats is negative. That's not negative. It just, it has certain consequences that you can't really express yourself, but sometimes it's important, he's saying. So certainly during the day when you are out in the world and the daytime is, a, is like a mushal, it's not just physically when, the, when biologically and, and scientifically the sun is out, but this is when I'm being productive, when I'm contributing. It would make sense that during the day I should walk bekoma. I shouldn't walk around bekfifa, generally speaking. But at night, Rav Cook has an essay about this in a different place where he talks about Night, especially in antiquity, when they didn't have electric lights, so you had maybe one modest candle in your home, but the night was, was inward-focused time. It's a time of kfifa. You, you seem to be complaining physical kfifa and emotional. Yes. Um, is it, I, always, I always interpreted this as physical. So that's the Chiddush of Rav Kook. The Chiddush of Rav Kook is that the, the, all the physical attributes that we see, it's not his own Kiddush, but it's, many have this idea that they express a spiritual and emotional and psychological reality that's deeper. That's exactly what he's trying to say. That they, this idea represents something. It's not just physical. It's, Avada, it's true physical, but he's saying that's exactly the point. That's his Kiddush.
And what happens? When you are in a position of crouching down, you develop a sense of hagana. Yeah, you have a sense of protection, defense. You know what you do? You nourish and save your energy for later. A person's constantly running the court back and forth, back and forth. You know what's going to happen? They're going to they're run out of gas. So you know what they do? They lean over, they take a deep breath. You gather your strength. Aval, ha-megama ha the goal of existence, lo that's not the goal. It's an important strategy. It's part of life, but that's not the goal. Ki'im ha but rather standing up. Now, it's interesting, Rav Kook has in, a, in the third place, the idea of chazal oftentimes denigrate the idea of koma zakufa. If you're excessively tall, that is a symbol of arrogance. So you need to be bekoma, zokif kavufim. You shouldn't be during the day when you're trying to assert yourself, you shouldn't be hunched over, but you shouldn't be koma zakufa, you shouldn't be arrogant. It's a very important, subtle difference between assertive and aggressive. Aggressive is komos kufa. That's not appropriate. That's why when benching, we ask the Rebbe that he should bring us komamios liartzenu. We should walk to Israel with our head held high. Not like a bunch of Rachman al-Litzlan survivors who are beaten and broken and destroyed. Interesting. Interesting. So this idea of komamios... There's the individual and then there's the national. There's a lot more to say about this. But just the kids are in this bracha. Hismachus hachokos v'ha'arochas hachalakim v'ha'kochas ha'chaizaniim kulam. All of our strengths that when we... Stre- literally, Rav Kook is saying, take the physical and see it spiritually. When you stand up, you stretch it out. Imagine even just your muscles... Somebody who is hospitalized, Rahman al-Litzlan, sometimes what do they need to do? They need to do physical therapy afterwards. Why? Because I don't know exactly how this works, but apparently if you don't use the muscles, they contract. They literally contract. They become kfufim. And then you can't, you can't run the court. You can't play ball. You can't uh, do all the things you need to do. So you need to stretch it out. You need to have zkifa. You need to be standing. Amazing. Lehigalos to be revealed in their full length. We need to stand up. We get out of bed. When we went to sleep, we were in the position of being hunched over, curl, curled up in a bowl. That during our sleep, what was the point when we sleep? That was for the purpose of being protected. Especially, you know, if you think about it in antiquity, they didn't have alarm systems. So if you want to be protected from animals, you probably slept like this. But Rav Kook is saying much more than that. Obviously, when a person sleeps, the Rebbe Hashem created human beings that when we sleep, what happens? Our mind has a whole cleansing process that occurs and we, re- we replenish our energy. So that's symbolized by kfifus. Sleep, night, that's the time when you replenish your energy. And what's the purpose of replenishing energy? So that the next day you go out and do stuff. You accomplish. You contribute. That's when you stand up. So at night, 
were curled up, and that's appropriate, that's good. So in a certain sense, the Rabbana Shalom is giving us both brachas, and that's the chiddush of this bracha that I, I never thought of until I saw this piece from Rav Kook, that the kfifas is also a bracha. There's the zokef kfufim. The kfufim is a bracha, and the zkifa is a bracha. But we're transitioning from the time of kfifa to the time of zkifa. That we absorb all of the, like, uh, the, the refresh and the replenishing overnight. For the work of life, both with our physical and our spiritual. It's time to wake up. So that our spiritual uh, awakening should occur. What do we find ourselves now? Zgufim. And now we stand up. It's the morning. It's time to be Zgufim. Bechol Malo Shir Hakoma. To our fullest height. Hachomri Varuchani. Our physical and our spiritual. Alpi Osa Hamida Hamas Because now that's appropriate. During the day, we should walk around standing. Filling out our full frame, all of our physical and spiritual opportunities. We thank the rock of our support, the Rabbon Shalom Baruch Zokev Kfufim. Yes, Rabbon Shalom, last night we had to go to sleep. Our mind had to be refreshed. Our body had to be rejuvenated. We need a rest. So we curl up into this turtle like ball. We're hibernating every night. But now we come in the morning, we say, Rabbon Shalom, now. Please help us fill our cup. Fulfill our mission. Let us be stretched out to the malokoma, to the full shear that we can assert ourselves and accomplish both in the physical and in the spiritual goals of our day.